As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need all in one place. For free. Record, distribute, and monetize. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need all in one place. For free. Record, distribute and monetize. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. To Africa Business Radio. For up-to-date insights on the African business landscape, log on to www.africabusinessradio.com. Your favorite shows are available as podcasts. Download them on our website and mobile app. Africa Business Radio. Towards a profitable Africa. Campus Africa. Equipping our labor force. Right here on Africa Business Radio. Towards I am certainly learning a lot of music through this show, uh, Africa Business Radio, on this platform, Africa Business Radio, and I'm playing music that I don't usually play, even at home, uh, but I'm really being educated or schooled on the different kinds of music that is out there on uh, on the African continent. Um, as mentioned before, I am being joined by Ms. Natanya Meyer, who is a lecturer and who is the coordinator of Yebo and Beehive at the Northwest University. Um, Student Entrepreneurship Week has already started um, in the first week of August, and various universities have been doing uh, different projects uh, on their campuses. And today, um, we are looking into the NWU, Northwest University. Uh, we all know that entrepreneurship is not a magic solution in the context of mass unemployment. But through this initiative, uh, we will alert students to the fact that employment is not their only opinion to participate or their only option to participate in the economy. The primary objective of 
SEW 2018 is to raise awareness of entrepreneurship in its different forms as an alternative to formal employment. Ms. Mayer, are you with us? Hi, Linda. It's a pleasure to be on radio with you guys today. Thank you so much for taking the time uh, to come and have this conversation with us. Now, I see you are the coordinator of Beehive and Yebo. Um, what is Beehive and what is Yebo? Okay, so let's start from the beginning. Um, me and my colleague, Johan Landsberg, who's actually the manager of the Beehive, um, we have a focus on our campus to improve entrepreneurship development. Now, there's various legs, and I won't spend too much time on the other legs because that's not our topic of today's conversation. But we um, provide development opportunities for the community members with regards to entrepreneurial training, incubation. And then we also have a flagship, our flagship program, which is the Female Entrepreneurship Program, where we train a whole group of ladies in um, entrepreneurial activities each year. But my role specifically in the Beehive is to take care of the students. And I think with the whole Student Entrepreneurship Week happening um, this month in August on all the campuses, um, I'd like to tell you a little bit more about my role and student development with regards to entrepreneurship on our campus. Yes, please go ahead, ma'am. Okay, so we're very privileged to have the month of August, not just as Women Month, but also as Entrepreneurship Month. And I would like to take the opportunity to, to just thank USAF and the Department of Higher Education with the EDGE Initiative, Entrepreneurship Development in Higher Education, who actually started with this initiative last year, where they said we need to put more focus on entrepreneurship development amongst our students. And as you said just now before you introduced me, we all know that entrepreneurship is not a quick fix to our current unemployment yeah. solution uh, issue. And that is not what we're trying to achieve by um, you know, putting more emphasis on, on student entrepreneurship. We all know that everyone cannot be the next Bill Gates or Steve Jobs. But <laughs> in my opinion, anyone who has the potential to actually only start a small business or become a small entrepreneur can make not only a difference in his or her own life, but also in the community. And it doesn't have to be to a magnitude of some of these great innovative entrepreneurs we know. We're just trying to, as you say, put that seed in the students' minds so that they know that there's an alternative to just becoming part of the either unemployment figures or working an eight-to-five job and realizing other people's dreams. Yeah. So that is our main focus here on uh, on the Northwest University, um, specifically on the Vol campus, but I know there's a focus across all our campuses. So, Linda, would you like me to tell you a little bit more about YEBO and what we do there? Yes, please. Yes, please. Okay, so YEBO is a student uh, initiative on our campus, of which um, everyone knows me as the YEBO mother, so I'm the <laughs> guardian and custodian. So YEBO was established in 2013, so we're busy already for our fifth year, and YEBO stands for Young Entrepreneurs Business Organization. So it's clearly for the students, for the youth, and um, it's it's led every year by a group of very in initiative, um, really up and coming uh, regarding leadership and entrepreneurial students um, under my flagship or my wing. And what we do on campus is each year we try and work a whole bunch of initiatives in that any student on campus. So it doesn't only have mm -hmm. to be a commerce student or a student that studies entrepreneurship or business management. Actually open to any student. So we mm -hmm. host a, a whole bunch of events throughout the year, which includes, for example, idea generation, idea to concept, pitching, mm -hmm. where they come and pitch 
their um, ideas to a, a panel of either uh, lecturers or uh, business community members. Okay. Um, we, we get some motivational speakers, networking and linking them to industry. So that is basically what we've been trying to do since 2013. And it ties in so absolutely beautifully with what Edge and this whole initiative of Student Entrepreneurship Week does. So in the week where we currently in our Student Entrepreneurship Week, and it's Wednesday, so we smack down in the middle of our week. Yes. So what we've done this year, um, we've hosted a a, um, a series of idea generation and idea to concept workshops. So this is typically for the students who does not know where to come up with an idea. You know, you get those students who just knows this is the idea and this is the business they're going to pursue. And then you get students who's not really um, certain if this is for them. So this is actually a workshop where we try and focus on their skills and their talents and stuff they love and problems in the community, of which all potentially could be good uh, foundations for business ideas. Then we take them to concept where they... Um, actually just test this idea a little bit better to see if it's actually doable. Um, And then we give them a platform to, in a power pitch, to come and pitch this idea for some prize money. Let's call it pocket money because it's not millions of rands, but at least it's some motivation (laughs) for them to to validate that their idea is is worth something. True, true. Um, Yeah, so normally we get a few people from the community. I'm very much involved with the business chamber in our area as well. Um, and there we get people who actually can come and give them advice afterwards to say that, yes, this is a good idea, perhaps refine it, you'll work on that, etc. cetera. Um, then we also, what we did this week, um, to just put a little bit of an edge um, or something different on our whole spin. So we divided our week into four concepts. So the first okay. concept was let's get creative. So that's actually the, the idea generation and the pitch event. And the second one was let's get serious. So mm. on Friday... Um, we will be having our business seminar. And what we're doing there is we're getting students who are actually successful business entrepreneurs or business owners to come and talk to students. Yeah, you know, because yeah. sometimes with a student, you speak, you get this person who's already in his 50s, he's done it all, he's been around, mm. and then people think that I'm never going to be like him. So we really true. get people peers. We call it the peer-to-peer mentoring, mentoring. session where okay. students can see from students in their own environment that came with, from the same background and that they actually made it quite early in their life. So that will be our morning session. And then in the afternoon, we do still believe that the old people with the gray hair has <laughs> some knowledge to share. To share yeah. So the afternoon, yes. So the afternoon, we'll have three speakers that will come and um, speak to the students just a little bit more about that, um, the way they experience through, um, especially through the changing of our pol- politics and how they experience that you know, business in different eras. So we'll have that. And then we also give back to the community. We believe that you can't just take, we need to give back to our society. Yes. Um, so here in the Vol, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Vol, but we are just about five kilom- kilometers from Sharpville with a lot of history. Yeah. And we're working very closely with a few community leaders there with various projects. But this year we decided we on Monday we took a whole group of students, about 20 students, and we spent the morning in Sharpville with a community. We went to a few areas where they have some problems. And these students need to tomorrow present their ideas based on the community's problems and the community's needs and to see if they can't 
fulfill these needs or solve these mm. problems with a business idea. Wow. So, okay. yeah. So, it's a whole mouthful. And then our last last um, topic is let's have some fun. So, there we just had some fun and games with the students just to show them it's not all not just work and serious. We can have some fun as some well. Fun so, as we have well. a packed yeah. week and we had a lot of stuff. And so far, it's going very well. I've got a great team behind me that's assisting me. And the people from Yusuf and Edge and Nora and their team, I just want to thank them for this opportunity that we have to be part of Student Entrepreneurship Week. Wow, you certainly have a jam-packed week. Um, <laughs> you know, how you're keeping it up. Uh, yeah, no. Well, yeah, so as I said, I've got a great team behind me. It's not all just me. I would never be able to do this alone. So yeah. you're just as good as the team behind you. you know? So that I want to thank them as well. And then the involvement of students, because at the end of the day, we can have such great initiatives put up great programs and only have students come fill in, uh, fill in uh, uh, forms that they were present, come sit there yeah. and just listen to the information and not take it up upon themselves to make uh, to implement. Uh, with yeah, with so previous initiatives and what you're currently doing, how's the uptake from the students? Okay, so we, we all know that that is a problem. You know, sometimes you get the students to come to the events because you're offering them some freebies or yeah. some refreshments or whatever. Um, so we don't really mind if they come for other reasons, which was potentially for the freebies and the stuff, because we believe that they will still walk out here with knowledge. True, so true. that's our first point. If they sat through the workshop, within the five minutes, they would realize, you know, if they're serious, about, about, serious enough about their own future, they would realize that listening to what is happening here now might potentially, you mm. know, be, be um, an opportunity for them. But it is a problem. You know, we get even with our uh, pitching events, we, we, which we have about four a year, we have some of the most amazing, amazing ideas being pitched. But then the struggle is to get that from idea to actually into a working yeah. concept where these students can say that now I'm looking for a report, now I've done the feasibility, I've yeah. done everything. So that is a challenge, and I know we're not where we want to be with that yet. But from our BIF side, I must say that if there's real students who's very, very interested and real, really serious about taking the idea further, mm. then we do offer a, plat a platform for them where we assist them further one-on-one -on -one with incubation. Um, but obviously, being a university and that, we, we have limited funding, so we can't fund businesses, but we can provide the information. We've, As I said, I'm part of the business chamber. We have a, a huge network in our area with very established businesses. So what we did last year, and I can actually tell you this success story from our last year's um, Student Entrepreneurship Week and business competition we had. Um, our winner there was um, Tais, uh, a student, and he had an aqua farm that he wanted to do. Okay. So with his 10,000 Rand prize money from the student business competition, he actually put up um, his first uh, fish dam. He built the dam, and he's fully productional. He's selling his first fish, wow. and he has registered his business. He's in partnership with his dad and his sister, so it's sort of a little family business. And he really came to the party to say, I need help. So we yeah. mentored him up with someone in the community, a successful business person, and he took that help and he said, please, I need information. And they worked for months with this guy where the mentor said, I have the time, and the student said, I want your time. And okay. his business is running very successfully. So 
in my opinion, if we can get just from each hundred students who visit our incubator and come and attend the workshop, one or two successful businesses, I already feel we've made a difference. Wow. But I agree with you. It is a bit of a challenge to get those mm. students from the hype of winning a pitch event to actually pulling it through to a real you know, I say they always scared someone will steal their idea. Yes, yes. The idea is yeah. worth nothing until you've sold that first um, item or service or product to the first customer. Sure. And I think sometimes they don't understand that. But we're working on that. And I must say each year we're getting more students who actually um, take it forward and go on with the idea, not just, you know, leave it at the pitch event. Yeah. Now, that's really interesting to actually have success stories, students who've actually left the university and have started something for themselves and not being um, rely, uh, uh, relying on employment. And yes, clearly definitely. the lessons that you have taught or the programs that you have put in place as the university um, are, are, are bearing fruits. Yeah. yeah. Not enough, but we're putting the compost there and hopefully in a few years we'll have more fruits than ever. <laughs> no, indeed, indeed. With the robust work that um, uh, Dr. Clark is, uh, is doing and... Um, the support that is coming through from the Department of Higher Education, I believe that yes. uh, you'll certainly be seeing more and more students coming to the yeah, um, to the definitely. front when it comes to entrepreneurship uh, development. Now, you know, you, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Sorry, you were saying? No, I, I just wanted to say again, you mentioned Dr. Clark and um, this platform that, that herself with her passion for entrepreneurship has created, not just for our university, but for all TVETs and universities mm. across um, South Africa is just amazing. I, I sure. can't thank her enough for sure. her and her team. No, she knows I'm her biggest supporter. Yeah, that's why we. I even started to have the segment on the show to to give um, you know to profile what is happening on the ground because yes. things can be happening in university and nobody knows about it. Not even industry, not even corporate, not or, even university you know, management. Sometimes, sometimes, right? yes. Yeah. So at least when you have this, we can document this and say, look, yes. uh, this is what we've been busy with. This is what we're doing, and you know uh, the rest of Africa uh, will begin to know and learn from institutions such as, as yourself on what they can do as well in, in their countries. Now, you spoke of uh, partnerships uh, earlier on. Uh, who are some of your partners in helping you to achieve this outside of the university? Because the university can only support you to a certain point, but then yeah, um, okay. know, industry also needs to come to the party. So at the moment, our main partner um, that we really get a lot of support from is our local business chamber, the Golden Triangle um, Chamber of Commerce. Um, I'm a member on the on the chamber, and um, recently we also established a youth chamber, which is still in baby steps, but hopefully by this time next year we'll have a fully fledged youth chamber that can tie into the, you know, into the main industry with experienced yeah. business leaders. So really, if, if I call anyone at the business chamber, the um, chairperson or secretary, and I say, I need three mentors, or I need someone to sponsor this, or I need someone to coach this student or whatever, they never, never wait three minutes before someone calls me back with someone who will be able to assist. Wow. And that is really awesome. And sometimes I feel it's not about money and investment. It's more yeah. about time and it's what you can time. learn by yeah. an experienced mentor who actually takes your hand and says, here's my number. Call me anytime. If you have a problem, if you have to bounce an idea to me, I'll be your soundboard. And that I can really say from our chamber, they have a huge focus on youth in the area. And they're very much involved with a lot of initiatives that we run from the BIF and the NWU. 
And we we are never shy of getting any support from from their side. And I think um, I actually spoke at this year's Lahotla in Cape Town. Uh, Dr. Clark asked me to present um, a, a, a topic, especially on this, uh, you know, speech, especially on this topic. How do we link um, student entrepreneurs to industry yeah. um, through practical? And the youth, uh, the youth chamber and also the business chamber was one of my main success stories that I can say. We have that backing from community. It's not just theory, theory, theory. We actually yeah. have that platform to link them to practice to as practice. well. No, that is really, really awesome. And I hope that uh, within the Val area that more and more uh, partners will come on board to ensure that um, you know we realize this dream of student entrepreneurship development in within our institutions. So what what should we expect what what more should we expect from yebo and the beehive okay so what we're trying to do um or to get off the ground um in next year in 2019 uh, we also have a strong drive from our economic department with regards to local economic development and if you look at the pillars of local economic development two of those pillars is business development and entrepreneurship development yes. small business creation and entrepreneurship development so from their side um, we are working with a team of the from the economics people in, in cooperation with the business chamber as well and we are trying to get some mentorship uh, more uh, fixed intern mentorship programs off the ground where we can say mm. um, to business a please give six months internship to a potential young entrepreneur to work in your business for a minimal fee just to cover costs or whatever so that for six months they almost flag you they like yeah. under your wing so that is our next step we're trying to get off the ground also not that easy but uh, we have some buy-in from uh, the local community with regards to that so hopefully next year, this time when you call me, I can give you a few success stories based on that initiative. So that is something we're working towards, yes. No, I wish you all the best in that regard. And please don't hesitate to send me an email and come back onto the platform so that we can share these success stories and profile. Maybe we'll bring in uh, some of the students who've won their, uh, from the pitching um, you know, competitions uh, on, on what they were able to pitch and what they plan to do with their winnings. Oh, please, Linda, you can call us anytime. We'll open a slot and I'll have, I have some students who can talk very nicely. I'm sure they would like to, to share some of their stories with you on radio. No, I'll definitely make uh, a plan <laughs> okay. for that so that we, we can hear it as well from the students um, on what they are looking forward to doing and how this has uh, or is helping them to, uh, to see a different future rather than employment. Yes, thank you. And thank you also for the opportunity to be on your radio show and all the best for the great work that you are also doing with regards to development of entrepreneurship in our country. Thank you so much. Now you heard it, people. Natanya is competing with me on uh, who's, the, um, who's the one who's supporting Dr. Clark the most. Uh, I will make sure that I up my game to ensure that I, I retain that title. But thank you once again for tuning in to another edition of Campus Africa right here on, on Africa Business Radio. Before we leave, let's just um, go through our news or what's making headlines on the African continent 
um, this week. Uh, quite a number of interesting things going on there. Uh, another rape report at uh, Forte University. It's really, really uh, worrisome what we are seeing happening within South African universities. Um, this rape culture needs to end and higher education needs to make sure. I, I don't know how, uh, but it really, really has to end. Uh, CUT student dies after jumping from the mall building. Uh, suicide as well is seeming to increase um, and NSFAS board dissolved as um, you know we welcome that I hope that they'll be able to put up another NSFAS board very quickly so that we can make sure that when um, other institutions open for registrations that students can also apply um, their treasury blasts uh, NSFAS after extra cash found in the accounts I knew this was going to happen. NSFAS is sitting with a lot of money that has not been spent and Treasury has seen that money in those accounts. So clearly the management team at NSFAS is failing. We should not only get rid of the board, we should just scrap management as well and change the entire system. So I I hope that will happen very soon. In Angola, uh, government wants skilled staff. Skills development is very important. In Botswana, Lengongui features a massa fashion show extravaganza in Ghana. Double Track will rescue 180,000 students. Uh, Kwesi Nyanka, uh, Professor Kwesi Nyanka mentions this. In Kenya, MOI University freezes hiring to merge university. In Nigeria, again, ASUU threatens strike over uh, Lutec poor funding. Uh, in Rwanda, 12 win scholarship to study in China. Uh, so that brings us to the end of today's show. Uh, thank you once again for tuning in. If you've missed anything, please go on to www.africabusinessradio.com. Click on podcasts. Right there, you'll find Campus Africa and you will find today's discussion. Until we meet again, God bless you. Exploring the African narrative, leading the conversation, and enlightening our listeners. Africa Hello, Natanya. Towards a profitable Africa. Are you happy? Uh, I'm very happy. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, I, what I will do. Yeah. No, I'll definitely do so. I'll send you uh, the link to the podcast uh, as soon as it's uploaded from our site. Uh, awesome. All right. Okay? Likewise, all the best for the rest of the SEW week. Likewise, thank you, Natanya. Bye.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.